Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JP. At least I work some place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JP. Okay, all right, it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. Your boy is back. I'm back! And so is football season. This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. Let's rock and roll, baby. Real NWA JB coming at you. A few minutes past 7 o'clock if you're listening live here. Way to go. You got yourself a a nice ride here for 90 minutes on the way through your morning. As you hang out for a little bit, we get this thing of ours going. Lots to talk about, lots to discuss, and thank every last one of you for being here with us here today as we make this thing happen here. Live from the Bunker Studio, it is a Team B Media production. And barreling our way to the end of our third month on the digital airwaves together. And what a journey it's been so far. And my goodness, feels like we barely started this trek together. Football never got it going this year. They barely started. And now we find ourselves working our way through a coaching crisis here in 2023 into 2024. And this is the the heart and soul of where we are right now. This is the meat and potatoes. This is the main dish of the of the meal. As Arkansas Razorback football trying to manage the final days, we're down to the final, I don't know, eight, nine days of the Sam Pittman era. Is it an era? Is four years an era? Some paleontologists might disagree with that. That's right, paleontology. I wanted to be one when I was a kid for a minute. Going to the Museum of Natural History as much as I did with my pops. Seeing those dinosaur bones, my goodness. You go into the ground, you dig, you realize how old this planet really is. But back to the point of the conversation. Right now, you need to figure it out. You need to get it sorted out. And if you don't do it fast, you're going to end up in the ground like those dinosaurs I just brought up. Razorback football three and seven. You're playing Florida International. Coming up around the corner Saturday night. This game is at 6.30, which is just... Terrible for everyone right now. If the Hogs had won last week and had a little mojo going, I think there's an argument you'd actually have a crowd, that this would be a decent game, that maybe the attendance would make it you know, festive, because Florida International is terrible. Arkansas is favored by 30 points on Saturday. Are you kidding me? 30 points. I told you FIU was not good. This is beyond not good. 30-point favorite. For Arkansas against Florida International, the uh, the FIU crew is 1-6 in Conference USA, and that's a three-win team that really has no right coming in here and playing this football game. Why now? Why play this game? I've been asked that by several folks this week. Best answer I come up with, it, it was a game out there. A lot of teams do this where they stick it late in the year trying to hodgepodge their way to six, seven wins, get to bowl eligibility. Arkansas is not the only team that does this that plays a game 
against somebody who doesn't even make sense on the schedule. Late, heck, Nick Saban and Alabama have been doing that for years. It's not new for them. The problem is if you're Arkansas, you've already been eliminated. You're into the consolation bracket. They used to play consolation. They still do in college basketball, early season tournaments. I think they still do in the World Cup. Don't they play a third-place game still? I think they discontinued that for a while and then brought it back. Who wants to watch a you know, a third-place game, let alone an 11th-place game? That's what this game feels like on Saturday night. We're playing for 11th place here between Arkansas and FIU. I mean, do you want me to sugarcoat it? Is that what you want? Hogs are playing for all the marbles. They're playing life and death. No, nah, that's not what's happening. This is not called the fake NWAJB, my friends. It's not what this show is called. It's real. Too real at times. Too real. I think to a fault. Probably can make life a lot easier for myself and our company here. I've just kept some more stuff closer to the vest, but that's not the game we're playing. And so, look, I've told you for weeks that this ship is, is sunk. I think the Florida win maybe made me look a little out of touch for a minute. That was a strange week we had in between when they beat Florida. How did they beat Florida? How about that? Anybody want to help me with that? How did this Razorback team beat Florida? Like, if they just gotten body slammed in the swamp and then gotten rolled by Auburn, I don't even think Sam Pittman would be coaching the last two games. But that win against Florida, I don't know. It was a little bit of an eye-opener. No Razorback coach has ever gone into the swamp and won a football game not named Sam Pittman. Like, what? Yeah. And really, at the end of that game, you were very fortunate to win it because you got a shank job, job out of the Florida kicker. But hey, I mean, that's part of sports. You can't you can't take all the L's and embrace them and then not celebrate a win once in a while. So Arkansas scored a lot of points. I thought the, you know, overall, the offense looked like it was, it was clicking for a minute. You thought perhaps... That your boy Sam Pittman had figured it out. That maybe it was just a terrible hire of Dan Enos that had set this whole thing way back. And that, you know, he would figure it out. That Kenny Guyton might be the guy for the short term, maybe the long term. And that moving forward, you'd get the offensive side of the football figured out. And then the Auburn game happened. And we've been spending, you know, days stuck in that place. And unfortunately, that's the the big vibe Sam Pittman's going to leave us with here. Because they're not beating Missouri next week. The ninth-ranked team in the country. How about Eli Drinkwitz lifting Missouri up? Kind of makes you a little nauseous in your stomach, doesn't it? The guy from Alma. But he's doing it there now. And uh, they're ranked nine. Meanwhile, Arkansas, you know, dreams of something like that. Getting back in the mix and having itself a top-ten national ranking. But that's not where you are right now. You know, you're going to go out, you're going to play a game Saturday night in front of, what's the over-under for this this game? 30,000? I mean, I'll put it at 30,000. You know they'll announce 68,000 or something. Tickets sold. I bet you there's not 20,000 people at this game. There are bigger crowds. There was a bigger crowd at Arkansas-Purdue exhibition basketball than you're going to get for Arkansas-Florida International football on Saturday, okay? That's just where we are. So I think you're going to struggle to get 20, 25,000 people in the door. The money continues to bleed out. You're, you're not helping local businesses. It's over. It's sunk. This isn't about feelings. It's not about you really like the guy and you want to have a bunch of old beer with him. This is about Arkansas Razorback football getting better. 
And the only way you do that is you embrace your losses. You embrace your struggles and you use them to get better. That's what failure is all about, baby. Nobody wants to hear it, but it's the truth. I try to teach my kids this all the time. You're not going to win every fight. You're not going to win every tussle. Nothing's going to come easy. You got you to feel good about the wins, but don't celebrate them too much because you're taking losses too. And that's really what life is all about. How do you navigate the ruts and the losses, right? Anybody can do good when the going is good. Anybody can do good when everything is rolling your way. Anybody. But what about when it rolls the other way? What about when you get hurt or somebody gets sick or you lose a friend or a family member? What about when you know you have a job change or a relationship breakup? Then what do you do? That's what I want to know. That's what I'm interested in. That's where the real winners in life are made. So just because Arkansas is having a losing year does not mean I'm telling you this is a loser program. That is not what I'm saying. Had a gal the other day tell me I was being a little harsh on this team right now. I mean, maybe, but that's a job casualty. If not me, who? I do have to push the envelope a little bit. I would say in my defense, I'm not taking cheap shots here, and I'm not saying anything that y'all listening don't know. This thing's a mess. Absolute mess. And the only way out of it is to finish the season, suck it up, breathe some more of this beautiful Ozark air, enjoy just the fact that it's November and it's 70 degrees. A little climate change helping us out here on this side of it, and maybe not on the other side. But enjoy the weather, and don't worry about it too much. Don't go to the game on Saturday. I think you probably, and I'm not telling you what to do. That's me half serious. But I think the best way for Razorback fans right now to make their voices heard, to make sure that this debacle doesn't get retread for another year, because there's still a significant portion of y'all out there who tell me Sam Pittman deserves another year. You know that's not going to fly with me. He deserves it. He's earned it. His three, four years of hard work here go so far. Look, y'all, I know a lot of people work 10, 20, 30, 40 years for a company, and they don't get nothing at the end, okay? Nobody deserves anything in this life. Sam Pittman's the big winner here. Sam Pittman's bank account is the heavyweight champion of this conversation. Guy made himself $20, $30 million, you know, telling folks he wanted to have old cold beers with you. I mean, what what are we doing here? Why is the beer so old, like we talked yesterday? And is it more so about maybe the kind of beer that we're drinking? Like, perhaps it's the types of beer that are old? That makes me think of, like, does anybody remember Natty Light? Do they still make that? Or, you know, PBR. Remember that one? Pabst. Or remember Old Milwaukee? That was basically grain alcohol mixed with water. Ugh. They would give you a four. You could get 40s of that for like two bucks. I'm not giving away secrets here, but it was not hard to get those when you were underage. If you wanted them, you just got the homeless guy to go get it. Because, I mean, look, all the homeless guys are drinking it all the time anyway. They're not going to be suspicious of that. Here's the point here. Don't choose to drink old beer with this guy anymore. Don't go to the game on Saturday. Don't go. You know what you should do? If you've got a tailgate and you paid a lot of money for that and yada, 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 go tailgate. Have a good time. Do it. It's a beautiful day. Don't even talk about the Razorbacks. Don't even wear Razorback stuff. Just go on the hill. Wear your Razorback stuff. You're still proud to be a Hog fan. Wear your basketball clothes or something or baseball. Wear an Omaha shirt. Um, DBH is the goat. Something like that. But I think if if you buy tickets to this game just because it's easy to go... You're kind of sending the wrong message. And you already know Black Friday is going to have not a lot of people there because it's Thanksgiving and the student section is literally not there. They're, they're off campus, a lot of them. Um, but, man, that game, uh, that game's going to have more Missouri fans at it than Arkansas fans. 
I mean, they're playing for a really good bowl. So I think Missouri will actually sell some tickets to the wrong people. FIU, I don't know, man. I think the best statement folks can make right now is just not being in that stadium. I really do. I hate to say that, and, and you do what you want, and this isn't me being a hater, though I can understand how it sounds like that. But the best way for the citizens of a free country, and we do live in one, thank God, still. Let's hold on to that. But the best way for the citizens in a free country to speak up is to do it with their purse strings, with their wallets, with their cash money dollars. That's how you can speak up. Don't go to the game. Don't make it easy right now for this university to cop out and let Sam Pittman go and take another swing at an offensive coordinator. Why don't you get a coach who is an offensive coordinator? I thought Sam Pittman was an O-line coach. Nope. Not anymore. So let's let's see. Let's not see this thing resolve the way it could resolve, which is you skimp out, you go the cheap route, and you, and you throw the whole thing back again. Because if you do that, you're going to continue to bleed money out. You're going to continue to erode your fan base. And all of a sudden, you're going to be a basketball, baseball, and non-revenue sports school for keeps. So this might be the last swing you get at being a relevant college football program in the SEC before it all comes crashing down. You can't figure this out right now. You can't get a hire in here to get this thing stabilized to get the fan base fired up, to just coach the team so that they play hard and win games. You know, and not just for a year or two. I'm talking for like five to ten. Is that asking so much? Is it really that hard to find one really good football coach? I mean, I, I can see where it is. It's really hard to find really good sports tacos. I mean, th- these folks are certainly not a dime a dozen. You know that. Commodities are, are rare. It's like that blue diamond Kate Beckinsale was wearing last night. You see that on the news? Man, looking good, Kate. She's got to be almost 50 now. Going to Leo's party. He's turning 49. Oh, we're all getting so old. Leo DiCaprio, almost 50. I'm telling you, this life moves pretty fast on you. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. All right, we're rolling. It is a little bit past 7.20. Question of the day is up. I think it needs to be about the attendance. I think it should be about the attendance. Question of the day. Are you going to the game versus FIU on Saturday night? We'll give you three options up on the board. Yes, no, or game time decision. That's a real answer. Yes, no, or game time decision. And we'll get back to the Sam Pittman conversation and the dying days of this era. Also get into a little bit of who might be out there. Who is Hunter Juracek working behind the scenes on trying to get here? That's coming up. We've got Jackson Collier at 745, do a little basketball with my man JC from Rivals, and Ben Kirchival, CBS Sports, about all the coaching football carousel stuff at 815. Packing it in. Thank you so much for being here. The Real NWAJB, coming at you. Bunker Studio, a Team B Media production, and we are right back after this. When it's time to feast down with your crew, you gotta go to Golden Corral, a family-friendly buffet chain featuring all-you-can-eat American food. They're open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. every weekday. Weekends starting that delicious breakfast buffet at 7.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. There's not a better location for a restaurant around. Right where Main Drive in Johnson meets College Ave in Fayetteville. GoldenCorral.com online for the full menu. Golden Corral at 4507 North College Ave. Proud sponsor of JB's Arkansas Razorback coverage all season long. 
Hey folks, this is Matt Reese from Sign Studio. We are Northwest Arkansas's largest sign company, and we can be there for any of your signage needs. I am so excited to be a part of JB's Razorback football coverage all season long. He is a Jets fan, but he's actually an okay guy too. When he asked me for help with business card show signs and marketing advice, I was there for him because that's what I do. I help people brand their businesses with the best sign production in Northwest Arkansas. Call me today, Sign Studio, 479-250-4844. When you want to make it a special night, make it a Herman's night. They've got the best baby back ribs in town, and their steak, mm, second to none. Barley, chicken, grilled salmon, you've got to see the menu for yourself. Herman's is located at 2901 North College Ave, right in the heart of Fayetteville. Their staff is super friendly, and their catering game is strong. See them on Instagram, at Herman's Rib House. For a great meal, it's Herman's in Fayetteville. If you don't know, now you know. When it's 5 o'clock, or you just want to blow off some steam, or maybe just see some familiar faces. Folks, I'm talking about Brewskies on Dixon in Fayetteville. It's been my favorite watering hole for a long time, and I think you'll love it too. Brewskies has an awesome array of beverages. They're located in the heart of Razorback land at 408 Dixon Street, and their staff, well, it's top-notch tremendous. Look for food nights from great local chefs as well. Follow on Instagram for more info at Brewskies Draft. Proud sponsor of The Real NWA, JB. When the game is in the books and the crowd heads home, it's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Streaming live on the Podbean app and YouTube at The Real NWA JB. 90 minutes of post game reaction to what just happened in your Razorback game. Calls, texts, and social media reaction, plus sound from the Hedgehog himself. It's the People's Post Game Show, 15 minutes after every Razorback game. Live on YouTube and Podbean, a TV media production. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. Welcome back into the mix. What a response out of y'all here on the program. Our first three months on the show here as we make it through Thanksgiving week. And then that'll be three in the can in a football season together and it just uh it keeps getting better and better right cruising past what looking this morning thirty-five thousand y'all found the show and listened to it in our first five months or three months rather that's uh that's a good trajectory that's a good way to go is you get through four five six seven months we plan on doing this for a long time y'all people's post-game shows find those after each and every game and we will be here for that show coming up Saturday night, begrudgingly maybe, but here nonetheless, as we get it going at 9.45-ish, 10 o'clock. Remember, less than 15 minutes after the game wraps up, we got the People's Post Game Show coming at you as we sound off on the game that just went down. Our question of the day is up. Are you going to the game on Saturday night? Are you going to the game on Saturday night? Team's a hot mess. It's been gross. I think in a lot of ways, one of the things that you can do as a fan is is go and tailgate and have yourself a good time. But to celebrate this thing is is not what you want. That is not what you are going for. I think instead what you're going for is some kind of change. It's time for a change. And I don't know who that is. I wish I had the name to answer all names, but I don't. That's for the AD to decide. Now, I know there's this idea out there right now. 
well, you don't want to be last to it. You got A&M moving. You got Mississippi State moving. Hunter Juracek is moving, y'all. Hunter Juracek is moving. And he's doing it behind the scenes, okay? He's not doing it for anybody else to see. He's doing it behind the scenes. And I think right now he's making moves. Now, is he making the kinds of moves that are making people happy ultimately? We'll find out when the big reveal happens. But he's got the poker hand close to the the vest, the chest, the whatever you want to call it. And if you think this guy isn't pursuing coaches right now, you have no idea how this works. Now, let's not forget, last time Arkansas was pursuing a head coach, uh, it got wonky on Hunter Juracek. He ended up settling for Sam Pittman, who was a guy completely off the radar. Now, I'm not saying it wasn't worth the swing. It just didn't work out in the long term. But maybe you didn't get your first, second, or third dips on this hire. The time before that, very much similar. Really, that's the one to, to this day that frustrates the heck out of me. Hunter Juracek, to get hired, kind of talks his way into the job, lets the uh, the interim gal, the gal who was the AD for like six or seven days, Julie Cromer Peoples, make the football hire. And I don't know if that was more the dysfunctionality of the school and the setup and the board of trustees. And I think that all had a lot to do with it. You've had a lot of turnover in the in the chancellor department in recent years. You've had a lot of things kind of rock the university in, in that realm. A lot of changes, too, to higher education and infrastructures. And um, it's just, it's a weird setup. So for an interim AD to hire Brett Bielema's replacement, ah, I don't know that where that was coming from. And remember how she met Brett Bielema when he, when he came off the field? Like, you're fired. I was just angry. Who was she? Does anybody know who she was? I mean, she doesn't get talked about a lot. We talk about Petrino and the ditch and, you know, Blondie and all that stuff. Do we really talk about JCP and and her role in this whole thing unraveling? But I think, again, part of that was Hunter Juracek not coming in aggressive enough, not saying, look, I respect what y'all are doing, but if I'm going to take this job, I need to hire the next football coach. It needs to be my hire. He didn't do that. What was the line he said to me at the presser? Julie took it 99 yards and I fell in at the one-yard line. What a great way to start. Set himself up to get a pass on that coach. I don't know how much of a pass I really give him retroactively. Do you give him a pass on Sam Pittman? How many passes do you get in life? One, two. I guess it's two swings at it. He can't swing and miss at this next football coach. And I'll tell you, a guaranteed way to swing and miss at it is if you bring Sam Pittman back again. You bring him back again. How are you going to sell season tickets? How are you going to look yourself in the mirror and feel good about yourself? I mean, you better have a lot of old cold beer to feel good about that. Question of the day today. Are you going to the Razorback game versus FIU on Saturday? I'm hearing from some of the diehards. I'm there come hell or high water. I love it. Uh, I'll be there because it's my job, but that doesn't mean I want to be there. Yes, no, or game time decision. Yes, no, or game time decision. And we'll take your thoughts on that on the social media. It's an interesting one today at the real NWHAB. Facebook, Twitter, you do it. Now you need to do it. All right, other moves going on out there in the world of sports. Women's team gets a cruise win over Little Rock. Easy, 70 to 30. That was a real score. 77 36 was the actual score. 77 36. 
but the ladies get a win. Uh, they're 3-0. Haven't played anybody yet. Guys play on Friday. They'll play UNC Wilmington at 7 o'clock. They are also 3-0. 4-0 if you count the Purdue game, which I do. And um, got pushed by ODU a little bit. That was good to see. So Friday's game should be interesting. Elsewhere, other items that you have in the mix here. How about the college football playoff rankings? They come out last night. Georgia, number one in the newest rankings. Bulldogs looking good the last couple weeks. Beating Ole Miss, beating Missouri, and taking care of business. They got Tennessee on Saturday, which looked like a just huge game going into the year. Now you're you're wondering if Tennessee is going to score much at all. But your latest college football playoff rankings are out. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Florida State, and then Washington, the five undefeated teams left in college football are understandably your top five. One loss teams still have a chance, right? Oregon, Texas, Alabama, and I guess Louisville at nine and one. How about a nine and one season for Louisville? I don't know if I put them in the playoff mix. Uh, Tulane's nine and one. I don't think I put them in either. But uh, there you go. Getting late. Here's what I want I want four different conferences represented in the college football playoff. Remember, this is the last year of four. Next year, we will go to 12th on the on the college football playoff, which is a lot, which is a lot indeed. All right, what else do we have for you here as we make our way through the day? Thunder win yesterday. Trying to pull the Tyler and Bentonville. Thunder are going to be my second favorite team. Tyler says it's okay. Um, it's been like that for a few years. I'm going to go to a couple Thunder games this year. SGA, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, 28 last night. Our boy Jalen Williams, four boards, couple assists. Three points off the bench. Isaiah Joe, eight points off the pine, too. I love the Razorback connect. OKC is seven and four. They're really good, and they have like 30 draft picks coming up over the next five or six years. Looking good for them increasingly. Uh, College basketball last night. Some interesting games. Watched a lot of that uh, thriller between Kentucky and Kansas. Kentucky's better, I think, than people are giving credit for. But... Uh, 89 to 84, and Hunter Dickinson, the Michigan transfer, going 27 points and 21 rebounds. That NIL money is worth it when that guy goes out and balls out like that. Also, Marquette ranked fourth in the country. It's Dwayne Wade's kid playing for the team or something. 71 64 over Illinois. Duke beat Michigan State 74 65. If you're a Hog fan, you got to love seeing that. Another reminder that that Arkansas Duke game is going to be a ton of fun. And that Duke's pretty good. Tickets going for, I'm seeing three, $400 in the upper deck, five, $600 a piece down low. That is a ton of money for a November college basketball game. But man, you do what you got to do with your money. Two weeks from tonight, Arkansas and Duke at Bud Walton Arena. That is going to be an awesome night of basketball. No question about that. All right. Um, looking forward to some conversation as we move it through the show. With our man Jackson Collier, we'll get JC in on the basketball and the football coaching crisis here in 2023 into 24. It feels like 2024 already done it. And Ben Kirchival on some of the coaching moves that have happened already and ones that he sees coming up from CBS Sports. He'll join us at 815 today. So good to have you all here as we make it happen at the Real NWAJB Team B Media Streaming it live from the Bunker Studio here in Fayetteville, Arkansas. NWA, baby. Wouldn't want to live anywhere else and love 
talking hogs and sports with you each and every morning. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, Jackson Collier joins us from Rivals. Question of the day is up. You tell me. What do you think? Are you going to the game on Saturday? Yes, no, or game time decision. And we're coming right back. On the square in Fayetteville, Hugo's is an institution. A basement burger den with a funky vibe. Great food, casual American eats, and a big-time beer selection as well. Check out Hugo's every day of the week except Sunday. Open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. See their delicious food game online as well in pictures at Hugo's Fayetteville on Instagram. When you want a great meal in an awesome location, it's Hugo's on the square in downtown Fayetteville. Hey! Hey guys, it's Brian Small. I'm the owner of Gravity Design Labs, a proud sponsor of JB's new show. When he needed help with his big rebrand, I was the first person he called, and he still talks about my design work every day. Well, the truth is, I can help you with your project too. From high quality graphic design work to branding new businesses or rebranding an existing business to web design, social media, marketing, and more. See my stuff for yourself on Instagram at Gravity Design Labs, and don't be afraid to reach out. I'm a diehard Razorback fan too. Go Hogs! If you need help in a difficult situation, reach out to Mock Legal Solutions. They have a passion for family law, and they will always be in your corner. Listen to their core principles. Affordability, accessibility, convenience, and results. Mock Legal Solutions of Fort Smith. Real advice at a reasonable price. Call or text 479-769-1505. Or email mocklegalsolutions at gmail.com. Folks, thank you so much for making our new program, The Real NWA JB, part of your daily routine already. Live at 7 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday, for 90 minutes, talking Razorbacks and everything else in the wide world of sports. We do the show live on the Podbean app, and you can too, by using Bluetooth in your car or at home. We work on smart speakers, podcasts available anytime you want, Spotify, Apple, and more. It's The Real NWA JB, there for you, the people. Appreciate you listening. If you can, do us a favor and tell a friend too. Intense party rentals. Whether you're planning a catered affair, corporate event, town festival, wedding, or a banger backyard party, you've come to the right place. Rain or shine, indoors or out. Intense party rentals. Arkansas's finest tent and party rental company. Call us at 479-231-8568 or see our stuff on Instagram at Intense Party Rentals. Pig Suey. Your boy is back, and so is football season. Enjoying the beats. We got some more tunage coming your way. Some of you folks have been really nice chip in with stuff behind the scenes. And uh, if you got some copyrighted beats that you want to share with us, that you want to give us for our music usage, we'd love to have them. Got some good ones out there, certainly. Making music here in Northwest Arkansas. This is a region. If there's something going on in the world, they're doing it here in Northwest Arkansas. There's somebody doing it. Like this thing we're doing, approaching 40,000 listeners here, less than three months in. You guys are ripping it up. Appreciate every last one of you. And definitely appreciate our next guest, our man Jackson Collier from Arkansas Rivals. Longtime friend of the show in the mornings. And, of course, been a a huge part of our new deal 
here on Wednesdays. We get to catch up with him, talk a little hogs, and hear what's going on in his brain. JC, how are you today? What's going on, my man? I am doing fantastic. I was, I'm driving to work right now, and I just had Holly playing long pool woman in a black dress. It's just a great morning. Great pick, man. That is a baller song. That's one of those old school songs that just gets you going every time. Baby, Please Don't Go by Van Morrison. I hear that riff. That one gets me going old school. That'd be a fun conversation. Old school songs that can't miss. Just can't miss. Get it on, Bang a Gong by T-Rex. Woo! Get it on, Bang a Gong. That's a great one. How about Pump It Up by Elvis Costello and the Attractions? Oh, I love Elvis Costello. And I think we're just starting to name songs they play at sports stadiums, though, unfortunately. What about Hey Jude by the B? That's at every Razorback game I've <laughs> ever been at. That's a, You can't hear that song and not be in a good mood, though. That's just a good song. Hey Jude. You can't, but where do you fall on the debate of where, whether they should stop playing it in football games, though? In basketball games. Well, I didn't even know that was a debate. Fill me in. Quick, fill me in. Apparently, there's this huge debate where the younger crowd is like, not playing Hey Jude at the games. It doesn't get anybody pumped up. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't, really. It doesn't. It's a fill piece. You know, it's a it fill is. piece. But you got to have some of that. Like, every song in the album can't be a banger. Um, let's get to it, JC. The elephant in the room, Sam Pittman. That's not a nice comparison, but you know what I'm saying. What do you do with Sam? What, what do you do with Sam Pittman right now? Oh, goodness. It's, you know, it's a really tough position because everybody i don't think anybody has like ill will towards him personally obviously uh he represents the state well you know uh a lot of fans feel like he is one of them um and you know brought some semblance of respectability like obviously with uh three conference wins in year one the nine and four year even last year going seven so still far cry from where it was major step back this year and and honestly in a year that everybody expects to take a um, what did you think to yourself when you watched that game against Auburn on Saturday? What did you think? So, the Florida game, I was like, okay, he saved his job and he can kind of move forward. And then come out and lay an egg like you did against Auburn. That throws it all into uh, just the unknown because now the decision is up to a hundred year check and whatever. Everybody always talks about. He's done. He's done, Johnson. He's done. <laughs> So I I don't think we hear anything till after Missouri though. But but Hunter's making moves behind the scenes. Do you have uh, any kind of insight on who might even be a realistic option? Please don't tell me Gus Malzahn. That's not going to happen. Might be back channeling and targeting and all that sort of stuff. I know there are certain candidates I would be thrilled with having. Um, who I think would be good fits. You know, there's Jamie Chadwell from Liberty. Um, those type of guys, you know, my long shot candidate might be Bowler from Washington. Um, those type Chad, of names. Chad, Chadwell is not a bad coaching name. That one's not bad. I don't want to play this game. You could have had Norville. You could have had Kiffin. You could have had Drinkwitz. Let's move on. Uh, football's a mess. What about basketball? Uh, ODU? Just a little bit, JC. They did. Uh, you know, you know, Arkansas's transition defense was very bad. Uh, the perimeter defense is very bad. They didn't, like, they didn't contest threes at all. They just didn't contest. Right. They they kept getting caught going under on screens. And mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times, Old Dominion was sending like a trail. Like they'd set a ball, run a ball screen action, and they'd send the trail man find the position that would, but it worked. And if, if the guards didn't get over that quick enough, which they didn't all night, then it was a wide open three. 
And then if they miss the shot, then no one was going to pass the glass. They got beat on the board to consult the menu 39-35. So, you know, they're not bad, but obviously still plenty of stuff that Arkansas is wrong, too. And then we get, what, UNC Wilmington on Friday, and then next week, I mean, let's go. Uh, you, you'll be uh, one of our last spots before the Thanksgiving break for a couple days there, but uh, Bahama's going to tell us a little bit more about this team. I'm excited to watch them next week, JC. Oh, absolutely. You know, you have a really good matchup against Stanford, and then one of either Michigan or Memphis. Probably Memphis. We'll see. I don't know. Michigan's looked really good so far. They destroyed St. John's. Uh, St. John's. St. John's barely has a basketball program. Well, they have Rick Pitino, and they carried a, or they got a lot of big portal evidence. They're not. That's true. They do have Patino now, but literally like early days. Like if, if Patino's getting beat that bad next year, then I'll be surprised. That's a good argument by you, though. Like that's a new St. John's now. Let me see Michigan do it against Memphis, and then I'll believe. Okay. That's okay. I like you standing up for the Wolverines, your new hometown team. Look at you becoming a homer. Look at you becoming a homer, JC. I love it. I uh go Lions, right? Seven and two. Go Lions, man. Apparently everybody on social media was like, oh, Texas A&M I'm gonna hire Dan Campbell away from the Detroit Lions. Sure. Maybe Arkansas, maybe Arkansas will. Who knows? Um, let me let you get out of here. At Jackson Collier. Always nice to join us for a few minutes of conversation on Wednesdays. JC, you the man. We'll talk next week, okay? Thanks, buddy. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Enjoy talking to you, as always. All right, you too, my man. Jackson Collier, crushing it. Anytime you get some insight from that guy, usually a pretty fun conversation, and appreciate his finding some time for us, as he has. Or Wednesdays, rather. What day of the week is it? It's a Wednesday. Wednesdays uh, all show long. And it is 7.54, and we've got some college football action coming up on the weekend. Our question of the day is up for you. Are you going to the game on Saturday? Where are you at as far as attendance? It's going to be bleak. There are not going to be many at this game. So keep it real. Be honest with me here. Um, You still got some Sam Pittman supporters out there. I think they may or may not show up. Still got some folks who want to have old cold beer. Um, I don't think I'm one of those guys right now. I want to see change. Enough of the beer drinking. Let's move this thing forward, right? Let's take a look-see at the SEC slate for this weekend before we call our one good here on the show. And you've got some pretty good games. I mentioned Georgia and Tennessee already in the mix. I think that one looms large this weekend, though it's not Nearly the kind of game you thought it would be going into the year, and especially Tennessee of late coming unglued. But Tennessee is home for Georgia, 230 on CBS. Georgia just a 10-point favorite on the road. Man, the Bulldogs have played better and better and better here of late. It's kind of been unbelievable. Um, Really an also-ran week in the conference outside of Florida at Missouri. Missouri favored by 11.5 at home, 630 on ESPN in that game. Kentucky and South Carolina will get together on the SEC Network at 6.30 as well. And Cats are a a one-and-a-half-point favorite um, on the road over the Gamecocks. And then it's just trash. Ole Miss home for La Monroe. I'm not going to even give you spreads on these games. A&M home for Abilene Christian, who's actually not a bad basketball program now. Auburn home for New Mexico State. LSU home for Georgia State. We're talking football right now, of course. Alabama home for Chattanooga. Mississippi State home for Southern Miss and Arkansas. Oh, the spread's dropping, baby. That spread is coming down. Arkansas, a 
nine-point favorite. 29-point favorite over FIU. That's a lot of points. Top 25 matchups. Let's branch out on the weekend ahead. Ones of note. Louisville's at Miami, 11 a.m. Not a terrible game. It's a pick in South Florida. That'd be a fun one to be at. Utah and Arizona. Not a bad game in the dying days of the Pac-12. 130 on the Pac-12 network. Arizona, one-point favorite at home. Baylor plays TCU on the road. Not a team very good. Oregon at Arizona State. Kansas State and Kansas in the battle for sunflowers. And uh, super hydro windmills. Wind power, baby. Turbines, right? Isn't that what they are? Turbines. That's enough. College football. Not a great weekend in college football. Just not. You ask why? It's because team needs dubs. So they try to squeeze in games like this late to get extra dubs. NFL this weekend. Bengals, Ravens tomorrow night. It's a good one. NFC North, uh, AFC North, rather. Clash 715, Amazon Prime. Bengals 5-4. and four. Ravens threw that game away against the Browns. They're 7-3. and three. Other games this weekend. Cowboys at Panthers. You lose Van Der Esch for the season. That was brutal uh, a couple weeks back. You thought maybe you'd get him back, but the word is no. Not going to happen. Panthers are a hot mess. Bryce Young has not been able to figure out. Dallas should roll on the road in Charlotte. Noon for that game. Chiefs come back after a bye week. They'll play on Monday night at home against the Eagles. That'll be an outstanding Monday night game. Best Monday night game of the year easily so far. Eagles 8-1. and Chiefs 7-2. and KC a two-and-a-half-point favorite, but Monday night's going to be a blast. Sunday night's not bad either. Two resurging teams. The Vikings are 6-4. and four. The Broncos are 4-5. and 7-15 on Sunday night for that game. Pick another game or two of note. Dolphins home Raiders. Eh. Jags home Titans. Eh. Steelers and Browns are both 6-3. and three. That'll be a good game. Noon in Cleveland. AFC North has got two great games this week, and that division is pretty good. Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Browns, nothing decided yet. And the Jets and Bills will get together in the Sorry Bowl at 3.30 on CBS. I just I can't do it anymore with Zach Wilson, man. I just can't. At a certain point, it's, it's painful, and it hurts my feelings. I just can't. Let's call the first hour of this show good. A lot of fun doing it with you. We are rolling. We'll come back. Ben Kirchival, CBS Sports Scribe. On the other side, as we get into the mix on... Some of these coaching moves and getting a couple of your calls as well. You want to call us, call us through the Podbean app, pick a window. We'll get it done. It's great to have you on board. Follow, listen, watch, subscribe at The Real NWA JB. And we're coming back. <laughs> 